Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles will show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, you just swap them out for more new-to-use styles. Since having kids, I have kind of lost my personal style and I'm using Armoire to help me find it again while trying out different brands and styles without having to add more physical stuff to my wardrobe. And I have a few events that are coming up that I know I am going to want some fancier items to wear than the items that I own. And I don't really want to go shopping for items that are going to sit in my closet without being worn after that one day. I hate the waste that that creates and I love that Armoire allows you to rent high quality designer clothing for any occasion and then send it back. I'm just really grateful that I have Armoire to help me dress for the occasion without having to add something to my closet permanently that I know I'm only gonna be wearing once. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armwire.style slash minimalish. That's armwire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash minimalish to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armwire today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. You're listening to Minimalish, a podcast where we talk about simplifying our stuff, our lives, our motherhood, all in a realistic way so that we can make room for what matters. We're not here for perfectly tidy homes or seeing how much we can possibly declutter. We're here for living with less, realistically. It's going to look different for all of us, but we're not really focused on how our version of minimalism looks anyways. We're focused on how it feels. I'm your host, Desiree. I'm a mom to two and on my own journey of living with a little less clutter so I can have more space for an intentional life. I'm no expert and I like to think of this as a corner of the internet where we're learning and growing together. So let's walk towards a more simple and intentional life. Here's this week's episode. Welcome back to Minimalish. Today, I am feeling not my best, so I'm sorry if you can hear that in my voice. But we are just going to power through because today I'm going to bring you a short episode. Hopefully, we'll see. I tend to talk a lot. My voice kind of needs it to be short, I think, but that doesn't mean that 
I'm going to cooperate. But we are going to talk about other ways to be intentional in 2024. What I mean by that is just like, what are some fun ways? I don't know. What are some different ways that we can work towards our goals? So last week we talked about goal setting for an intentional 2024. And we talked about this in the way that we are rooting our goals deeply into our values. Um, We do this every year on the podcast. And if you missed last week's episode, I hope you go back and listen because it's going to help with today's episode if you choose to kind of do any of the exercises that I'm sharing today as well. So really, these episodes go hand in hand. I mean, you could listen to this one first if you want to because it can stand on its own. But last week is where we really did a lot of reflecting on the year behind us, looking forward to the year ahead, and just getting clear on our values, what matters most to us, and then doing some deep goal setting. But for some of us, I know goal setting for the new year is not necessarily our thing, at least in the traditional sense. We don't want to just like set one big resolution, one big goal for the new year. Uh, Maybe that feels a little bit much. So today we're going to talk about just four other ways to like get intentional for the new year. And yes, some of these are still goal setting, but it's just a little bit different ways to kind of look ahead at the the next year and what we want to focus on and get clear on just what we want our year to look like. Not that it's absolutely going to look like that. But this is more so just doing the work to set ourselves up for intention so that as our year goes, you know, we can come back to these things that we set for ourselves. We can tweak them. We can know that nothing's ever going to go according to our plan, but we still set ourselves up to be intentional in the new year. So before I share these four things, what I want to do first is I want to talk about what do you actually want to focus on for next year? So if you did last week's exercises in, that were in the episode, there was a worksheet that went along with it. You can find the worksheet at com slash goals. That all went along with last week's episode. If you did that work ahead of time, then you made a more and less list for the year. So we're going to lean on that more and less list. And we are going to go back and look at those lists, specifically the more list of what did you want more of in 2024? What is important to you really in 2024? And what are some things that you want more of in the new year? After you look at that list, give yourself a refresher on that list, maybe go and glance back at what you wrote down as your like specific values, what matters most to you. And then start to think about this upcoming year. What are some things that you want to focus on for this upcoming year? What are the things that you want to do? What do you want to accomplish? These aren't necessarily like have to be big things, big goals, just anything. Maybe there's somewhere you want to travel. Maybe there are books you want to read. Maybe there's a new project you want to work on, a routine you want to establish in your home, whatever it might be. What are some things you want to focus on for the upcoming year? And the reason we're writing that list is because it's going to help us as we go through these four other ways to be intentional in the new year, work towards our goals in the new year. That list that we just made will help us as we go, specifically for number one. Okay, so the first way 
is a very common one. It's one I've talked about in previous years on the podcast is to set a word or intention for the year. So it might be a word. It might be a phrase, something to lean on as we go throughout our year. And what what is the purpose for setting a word for the year? Sometimes I think it sounds like, okay, what what is this? It's kind of like woo-woo. Why are we setting a word for the year? And I think for me, if I set a word for the year, the reason I do that is it's just more of a guide for me than anything. It helps me in goal setting, helps me set goals in a certain direction. And it's also fun to come back to throughout my year. Um, Things don't always end up going to plan. Things that I didn't see coming might happen. And it's fun to reflect back on that word. And maybe that word will provide guidance in a moment throughout the year that I didn't even know was coming. Or maybe that word will have a new meaning to me throughout the year at some point. Creating a word for the year doesn't necessarily, it's not a big part of my goal setting, but I do like to set one more so to just help me reflect on what I want the upcoming year to look like. Even what I want the upcoming year to feel like. I'm not going to spend too much time talking about each of these four things or else this episode will get very long, but maybe setting a word for the year sounds really good to you. It sounds like something that just fits for you, but there's other ways that we can work towards intention in the new year. And my second one is to make a list of things that you'd like to focus on next year, which we already did, hopefully at the beginning of this episode. That was kind of the first step in this episode. With that list, spread those things throughout the year per month, basically, um, or per couple of months, maybe. So as you brainstorm that list at the beginning of the episode, now could be a really good time to look at that list and kind of rein it in. Maybe you're going to pick 12 things off of that list if there were more than 12 or maybe six so that you could have like uh, two months per each one. Okay, or maybe you're going to refine the things that you listed at the beginning and make them into like monthly focuses of some sort. So just an example, um, January for me is always a good month to focus on finances. And just after the holiday season, you know, get ourselves back to a point where, okay, how am I, what do I want my year to look like financially? If you have veered off a budget, making budgets, In the last couple of months in this year, maybe you are going to reestablish that in January. Or maybe January is a focus on health. A lot of people like to focus on health and fitness in January. And it doesn't mean that like, okay, I'm going to focus on finances or focus on health in January. And then I'm going to switch gears completely and focus on something else the next month and throw out, you know, whatever I focused on that first month. It's more so looking at maybe habit building in some kind of way. Okay, if I'm going to focus on my health in January, then what small habit can I focus on throughout that month to build and continue to build it in the next month? But now I'm going to stack a new habit on top of it with a new focus. Um, So if you focus on health one month and then maybe finances the next month or maybe family connection, anything, it could be anything, whatever those things are that you want to focus on the year ahead. This is just 
a different way to look at goal setting. We're not looking at one to three big things for the entire year. Maybe you're taking the things that matter to you, breaking them down into you know, more tangible things and having monthly focuses on each can look any way you want it to. It's just a fun way to walk towards intention or walk towards our goals rather than just having a few big goals for the whole year. Searching for better is part of what drives us. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. You don't have to search. Match instead. You can match with Indeed. If hiring has ever been a part of your job, you know that it can be a long and extensive process if you're searching for the right candidate. So if you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. You can ditch the busy work, use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is it makes hiring all in one place so easy and it makes it faster. In the past, I've used Indeed for my job searches and it always provided so many options so fast. So I know when I need to hire in the future, I am going to lean heavily on Indeed to help match me with the right candidates. The thought of hiring overwhelms me, but knowing that I can use Indeed to help me with this process makes me so less hesitant to start the process when I'm ready. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Minimalish. Just go to Indeed.com slash Minimalish right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Minimalish. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Kind of piggybacking off of that, something I wanted to share for number three is this kind of, this is almost like productivity plus working towards our goals all in the same. Something that I recently heard of is 9091. And it is looking at one goal for 90 days, spending 90 minutes a day on that one goal for 90 days. Okay, so just stick with me because I know you might be thinking like, yeah, that's not realistic for me. A lot of people that are listening in right now have young kids like me. I do not really have a specific focused 90 minutes in my day where I can focus on one specific goal. And you know, what if your one goal is, is health and fitness? I'm just keep going back to this example, because it's one, when I first saw this, I thought of, well, that wouldn't work for every goal. Like I'm not going to work out for 90 minutes for every, for 90 days. Right. Um, but What I like about this is just thinking of a focus on one specific thing for 90 straight days and setting up a specific time frame that you're going to focus on that. I feel like that's a really good way to build strong habits um, and, and really get close to accomplishing that goal. So it doesn't have to be 90 minutes. It doesn't even have to be 90 days, but 
This is almost more so like focusing on one goal for each quarter. And maybe this is a more specific goal that you're really going to hone in on. If you have some bigger goals this year, and maybe you have just like three or four of them that you really want to focus on, this might be a good way to reach even just one of them. Or maybe you want to reset this every quarter, and this is something that you're going to work towards each year. I just thought that was an interesting way to look at like truly being minimalish with our goals because we are looking at, okay, what is the one thing that is most important for me to work towards that is priority in this quarter, this 90 days, and how can I make sure I am making it priority by setting aside a certain chunk of time for 90 straight days. Of course, tweak it as you will to fit your specific goals. And that was number three. So number four is one that I absolutely love and I see people do every single year. And I always see Brittany Johnston, who is at Home and Heart Mom on Instagram. I always see her share this each year. And it is a, this year it would be a 24 in 24 list because we're moving into 2024. The 24 things that you want to either achieve or just things you want to do in this year. And you set 24 of them, you work through them as you will. You have this list maybe with you as you set monthly goals or monthly focuses. Really, most of these things I just talked about could go together, right? We could set a word for the year and then we could set a 24 and 24 list and then we could use that 24 and 24 list to make monthly focuses or plan in a more monthly way. And maybe there are three things that we really want to focus on as big goals and we use that kind of quarterly 90-90-1 style thing to focus in on them. So these could all be used together they, you could just pick and choose one of these. But either way, a 24 and 24 list. This one is just simply listing out 24 things that you truly want to do in this upcoming year. And you know what? To me, 24 goals feels like a lot of goals. But this could be anything. This isn't just like big goal setting. This might be, I want to paint a specific room in my house that I keep talking about painting, but I haven't done it yet. Or we have certain places we want to travel and you're listing out those places or or maybe you want to set a new routine that you want to follow or get outside more like anything that you want to do in this upcoming year read more read 24 books I don't know get get as specific or general about it as you'd like to the sky's the limit with this like anything goes of just what are 24 things you want to do in 2024 and I like to, I think I've done this in the past, and I'm pretty sure that when I did this in the past, I cut it in half because 24 does seem like a lot. Pretty sure I did this in like 2020 and cut it into 10 in 2020. And then the pandemic came and I did not do it. So, you know, hopefully that's not the case this year. But 12 in 24 to me sounds more doable it's a good starting point of like can I come up with 12 things that are meaningful to me or that things I just have been on my to-do list and I want to accomplish and maybe from 12 you you end up getting to 24 but 12 also would be great right any kind of list maybe it's 10 in 2024 but it's just the idea that we are intentionally planning for our upcoming year we are taking some time out of our 
day to sit down and focus on the upcoming year and think about the things that matter to us. Think about the things we want our year to be about. Think about the things we want to accomplish in this upcoming year. And it has nothing to do with hustling or pushing towards goals, no matter the cost. It has everything to do with just being intentional about what matters to us and walking towards those things at whatever pace makes sense for us, for our season, for our lives. But regardless, walking towards them and and continuing to do so, even after months where we've totally forgotten about them, coming back to them, right? So I hope these four other ways to get intentional, to set goals were helpful to you today. If you didn't listen to last week's episode yet, it might be another helpful one to help you reflect and get some goals set or just good pre-work to one of these methods that I shared today that you want to use in your yearly reflecting and looking ahead. If you enjoyed this episode, I hope you will share it with a friend or share it on Instagram or share it wherever you like to share things. It is just a few days until Christmas. So if you celebrate Merry Christmas, I hope you have a wonderful holiday with your family. And next week I will be sharing our yearly wrap up on the podcast. It's just going to be a fun episode for me to look back at the year and I'll be sharing just some of the top episodes. So I hope that you join me for some fun on that episode. I am beyond grateful for you for being here and listening in. And I will talk to you right back here again next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.